the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Symptoms. That's kind of what's important because we're going to be able to talk about symptoms. So I ask you a question and then you answer me and then I ask you another question. So those are the kinds of things that really work well is that kind of give and take. Hey, Jeremy, um, can we do a time check real quick? Okay, I got 13, 14, 15, 16. You are rocking and rolling. Perfect. Okay. All righty. I, I lost you there for a few minutes. All of a sudden, I heard, my, heard myself, and then we went to the show, and I'm thinking, Jeremy's sleeping again. I don't know. There was an interesting item in the clock. That's all I'll say, but now we are back in business. <laughs> it, it's, it's always someone else's fault on, on my show, okay? <laughs> I knew I was going to get in trouble for that. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. We'll blame it on Gil. Gil's not here today, so we'll blame it on Gil. Anyway, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Blackwell Automotive is up at 40th and Greenway. He's been a friend of mine for, gosh, 20 years. He really does a good job when working on cars. He works on family cars and RVs. He works on pickup trucks, work trucks. Um, he works on just about anything, and he really likes to work on vintage cars. Not too long ago, a gentleman had an old VW, a fuel-injected bug, and um, he needed a bunch of work to it. And on a whim, I called Tom and said, hey, do you know anybody who does that? And he goes, no. And I said, well, good morning to you. He says, why are you asking? I says, because I, I have an email caller or an email person from the radio show that said they've got this. And he goes, I have all the equipment necessary to do that. And I said, how many people in the world have all the equipment? He goes, well, there's nobody else in Arizona that has the equipment I've got. I said, why are you hiding, hiding this? And he goes, you can't believe the work it is to take an old VW that might be 30 or 40 or 50 years old and clean all the old gasoline out of all the mechanized uh, mechanical items to make the fuel injection work. And I said, that's why they pay you the big bucks, big dog. So anyway, the customer called me or sent me an email and said that he had made arrangements and that Tom was going to put it back together. And and just off the cuff, I thought it was going to be probably in the four and $5,000 range, and that's not the case at all. The bid was less than half that. So it's an interesting finding the right guy, and the right guy in this particular case was Blackwell, Tom Blackwell. So if you're in that area or if you have a vintage car or if you live near... 40th and Greenway. The only place I can recommend in the northeast quadrant of the Cavalli is Blackwell Automotive. Okay, um, I have COVID, and I'm wearing a mask, but it won't really make any difference to you because <laughs> I'm here and you're there. 
Um, it was an interesting transition because um, I haven't been sick in a hundred years, so it was really different. But let me tell you what's different uh, about what happened to me and my wife, and, and we were in two different cities. So I went to bed one night. wasn't feeling great, but I just thought I had just overworked that day. I was working with the horses, and I was building some fencing. And, and so I wake up in the middle of the night, and I am in a swimming pool. I mean, I'm sopping wet. The covers are sopping wet. The blankets are sopping wet. My pillow sopping wet. And I'm going, wow. So I get up and dry myself off and figure I'm just going to you know, go outside and watch TV for a little while. Then all of a sudden, I get the chills. So I vacillated for two days between being really cold and shivering and being really hot. And then I developed this interesting um, dynamic where... I turned the office air conditioning down to nothing, to to like Mach 30 below. And so if I was hot, I'd go into the office and work. And if I was cold, then I'd go sit in front of the fireplace that I fired up for the first time this year, the propane fireplace. And I couldn't really figure out what was going on. It's just that's what happened. Well, things got worse and worse and worse and worse. So finally, um, some friends of ours here in Payson um, talked to me into get. Uh, taking a test, and I took the test, and I th- I thought you got your your um, your results back in a day or so, but it was like two or three days. It's okay. When I finally got them back, it said I had COVID. Oh, at the same time, my wife says to me, "I know you're not doing really well up there. Why don't you come on back to Phoenix?" And I said, "I got just too much work to do." And she says, "Well, she says I've been having some trouble uh, as well." And I said, I didn't know you had any trouble at all. And she says, no. She says, it's kind of like I'm shivering and and then I'm sweating, shivering. And I go, well, that's what happened to me. Well, when I talked to the doctor, I said, this isn't a symptom I've heard as as something that's going to occur maybe before you get COVID. She says, neither have I. So I'm not here to tell you that, that I'm right or wrong. I'm just here to tell you that um, I've got COVID and, and I am recovering nicely. Um, I'm real happy with my recovery. I may have to cough a couple of times on the uh, show, but I'll push the button. I have a button that makes it just makes me go away for a minute just so I can and cough. And Jeremy's really good at that, too, making me go away. But it's just interesting to me. So I did a little research and I symptoms of COVID. And I didn't find anything that talked about the chills and the sweats and the, and I'm hot and I'm cold. Didn't find anything. So nevertheless, it's okay. Um, we are we are both of us. She stayed down in the valley, and because we didn't want to contaminate anybody else, and I stayed up here. And both of us, between the time we got COVID and the time that we were diagnosed with COVID and our test came back, we had already served our ten or twelve or however many days of isolation you're supposed to have so we've added on another five or six days just to make sure that we're not going to contaminate anybody and and uh, and do everything we're supposed to to protect everybody around us through the grace of god the shops only had one employee and that was it and we haven't had any other crises knock on wood knock on wood so nevertheless that's what's happened in the last two weeks to mark salem but if you have a car question or a car problem now's the time to give us a call 602 508-0960, 602-508-0960, 508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you're listening to us on the Internet, then that number you can call in on is 
800-926-9696. That's toll-free outside Phoenix. Anyway, working on cars and, and talking to customers is really important, but it's no different than the doctor and the horse vet and the plumber and the electrician. We have to have some line of communication open so that we can accomplish our goal, so we can decide what we need to do. And and part of that is the discussion and the give and the take and all that other kind of stuff. With cars, what's important is just let's try to remember that going on to the Internet and Googling things um, is not necessarily a very good productive time for you. And what Mark Salem believes with all of his heart and has hundreds and hundreds of examples where people have spent an exorbitant amount of money because Herbert, uh, who was on Google, said that he could fix their car over the Internet. And and then they spent a whole bunch of money, and then the, the, the customer ultimately takes it to a shop, perhaps like mine or some of the other shops in town that are affiliated with as, as us up with a group. And, um, and then we look at it and we go, wow, this is something. It, it's it's not anything. I can't fix your car over the internet unless we have give and take, and I can't fix your car unless I can ask you to run some specific tests for me. Would you look at the voltage? Start the car up, open up the hood, put a digital voltmeter on the battery, red to positive and black to negative. I want you to look at voltage, and it's DC voltage is what I'm looking at. What's your voltage? Forty-two. Okay. Somewhere along the line, we're on the wrong scale or something, because I need the answer I need is somewhere between 12 and 13, 12 and 13 volts. So I need you to do this. Now move your negative over to this portion of the car and touch the valve cover. What's the valve cover? This is the problem that, that, that we typically would have under those circumstances. There are shops all over Phoenix today that can diagnose cars in less time um, with respect to easy stuff in less time than it's going to take you to go Google it. But it's also a bad idea, and I'm doing this for the rest of the guys that are complaining about this, and I complain about it too, is please don't come in and tell us to fix your car and then hold us if this failure of the... We didn't fix the repair. It's not our fault. Somebody else has the steering wheel to this. And, And all of us are very cautious about that because... What happens is is the wives, especially the wives and the girlfriends, come in and say, I want you to flush my fuel injectors. Okay, why are we doing that? Well, we just need to do that. Okay, are we trying to fix something? My, 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 my boyfriend or my husband said just flush the fuel injectors. Okay, I'm going to write it down that you've instructed us to, f- to flush your fuel injectors um, and that we ha- we don't have any symptoms that would necessitate this and we're not going to provide any guarantees whatsoever about the success of this flushing of the injectors because we don't even know what the symptom is. We don't even know what's going on. And 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 Herbert, the guy on Google that answers all the car questions, he, he's a, a federal prisoner in New Hampshire, and he's just having a whole lot of fun every day of his life as he tells people how to fix their car while he's in the penitentiary. The idea is, is it's difficult at best I'll give you an example of something that sounds so simple, but I think you'll find out it's not so simple. Hold on just one second.
Okay, so this is, um, you have an electrical problem in your car. Now, when you usually have an electrical problem, it's not going to start. It may only go click, 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 or it may go, or it may not make any noise when you hit the key. Or you have a situation where when you when you hit the key, the headlights or the all the electricity goes out, and then when you let go of the key, it comes back on slowly. There's all these dynamics, and so you don't know if it's the alternator or the starter or the key switch or the neutral safety switch um, or the solenoid. You don't know. And electrical systems test in in the vernacular of where I live, and and I think 99% of the shop owners in town would agree with this. It's just a simple process looking for defects and defaults. We're just looking to make sure that, for instance, we're going to check your battery with the keys in our pocket. Motor's not running. Hood's up. Check the battery. Hopefully, the battery is somewhere between 12.5 and 13 volts. The car's not on. The doors are shut. The hood's open. And we're going to check the battery. 14.5 to... uh, I'm sorry. 12.5 to 13 volts. Now, we're going to then start it up. And during the time it cranks over, we're going to watch the voltage. And it better not drop below 9.6. Well, we had 12.5, and it better not drop below 9.6 when we crank it over. And it does, or it doesn't. Then when the alternator comes on, now you've just started the car, and the alternator has been lit up. We're telling the alternator, okay, big dog, it's your turn. The alternator comes on. Now, remember that 12 to 13 volts? Well, the alternator's going to probably take it from 13 and go north of that, just depending on how much capacity the battery has. How much more power can we send to the battery? How empty or how full is the battery? And then we're going to look at the diodes. And the diodes are these little bitty things that electricity go north and south, but not south to north. It's, it's elect, it lets electricity move one way, but not back up. So we can check the alternator and the diodes real quick. And so then we're going to turn on all the accessories, the air conditioning, the headlights, the high beams, the flashers, the fan motors. We're going to do everything. And we're going to look at the voltage and hopefully still the alternators but is able to maintain somewhere between 13 and 14 volts. Now, even though you have a 12-volt battery in your car, the, the range of, of voltage that your car is going to experience as you use it every day is going to be between 13 and 14 volts. So a 12-volt battery is a 12-volt battery, but don't tell anybody, but a fully charged 12-volt battery is really 13 volts. It's a fully charged battery. So a 12.2 is 12 volts and 20%. 12.8 is 12 volts and 80%, or 8 tenths of a volt. And 13 is really kind of fully charged battery. So people will... I'm, I'm part of, of a group that does kinds of questions on the Internet, and it's not uncommon for, for someone to tell somebody else, well, your alternator's bad because you, you say it's at 14 volts, so you need to replace the alternator and that'll fix your problem. Nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing. So it's not like you have to spend a whole lot of money getting good advice, but what you have to do better is not fall into the uh, this this big, deep, dark hole thinking that, the shop is going to listen to someone you met on the internet and Googled this problem and he's going to tell you and you're going to tell the shop how to fix your car.
because that just doesn't work. And when we're much better because we're there with the hood open, and we're much better at diagnosing the car right then and right there. Obviously, the intermittent problems are create a problem all, all by them all, all by themselves. Okay, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be back. Mark Levin misses Trump. I really do. The country was hopping. Things were moving in the right direction. You knew he loved America, the American people. You knew he would do right by us. Now we have a quizzling, a man who, uh, who loses brain tissue on a daily basis, and a quizzling. Unbelievable. And the disgusting media. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 6, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Insure your assets. Ensure your income. And assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog. He was all like... Then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier. And it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. 
A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 24 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and I can be reached at 602-508-0960. This is a live show. We're delayed about 10 or 15 seconds for in case I use a bad word. Jeremy can fix it. The idea is is that you can call in, and we're going to ask you what year, make, and model of car you got, and tell us about the symptoms. What's it doing or not doing? What is it? What's different today than it was yesterday? What's your concern? That kind of stuff. 602-508-0960. Back in 1988, when I first started uh, on radio in Phoenix, um, the number one question we had was, um, where's your shop? And it was never about me and my shop it was about the the beauty of being able to help people um and have this face-to-face you know discussion with them and and to make our industry look as good as as i could make us look as you can imagine that might have been tough then and it might be even tougher now nevertheless what what really drove my my drove me to make the best car repair shops in Phoenix, according to Mark Salem, is because I knew I couldn't service everybody's car in the world. So I identified a bunch of shops all around Phoenix that were friends of mine, guys that I knew. These guys had been in business for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. They were all smart. They were going to be around. They had second generations coming in behind them with sons or daughters or nephews or something like that. So that's how the best car repair shops list got created back then was just to identify geographically. Kurtz Automotive is at I-17 in Bell. He's been on our list for a very, very long time. I don't remember ever having a complaint about Kurtz. What I do remember is is when I refer people to him because geographically he's close to where they live or work, I really do know that this is going to turn out good. I really do know and have all the faith in the world that the consumer is going to call me back and say, they did it, they found it, they fixed it. It's just a matter of if you've got the skill level, if you've got the training, if you have the equipment, then there is processes and procedures to find the reason why every time on Thursday morning at 8 o'clock the horn honks in your car. Okay, It's just we can figure that out. My industry, we. So Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell, if you're in that area and you want somebody to change your oil or if you don't have a repair shop and you want to try something different, then I can promise you Kurtz will treat you fairly and you will like them. That's Kurtz Automotive, I-17 and Bell. When it comes to, to diagnosis, that's the biggest, that word there scares all of us in the automobile industry because it's the how much is to diagnose it. The problem with that is, is here's the real question in a different way. Uh, how much is it going to cost for you to tell me where the water leak is under my house? That's really hard. How's the plumber going to do that? And then you can tell me where it's at, then tell me how much it's going to cost to fix it. Well, I can't tell you how much it's going to cost to fix it till I know what it is and where it is. And those are the dynamics with respect to to uh, 
the car repair industry. We just don't know. So if you have a short and intermittently the car doesn't start, then most of us know a procedure, and we all use pretty much the same procedure, to go through and check all the electrical system for weaknesses, bad connections or values that are too low or too high. Give me that again, Jeremy. Okay, okay. Um, just give me a second here. Okay, so the, the, the diagnostic procedures is going to change depending on what it's all about. But what I'm seeing now is is most everybody's just coming up to a big number, knowing full well that they'll be a hero if they come in underneath it. You have to be able to trust the shop that he's going to say, I charged him for 100 minutes and I found it in 10 but I'm I'm just going to deduct a little off the top. Ugh. You'll never know, and neither will I. And sometimes neither will the shop owner because the technician didn't tell anybody. The idea is is that it's very difficult to diagnose how much is it going to cost to find it and how much is it going to cost to fix it. Well, it's going to cost you $150 plus or minus to find it, but I can't tell you how much it's going to fix it until after I find it. So I can figure it out. But it's a two-part process. So I'll do the best I can. I'll treat you fairly. Most, not most, of every shop on my list, you can find at MarkSalem.com, that we're all doing a really good job in making sure that we can find and fix problems. We're sharing information. And, and each and every one of us understands the value of making sure the customer leaves with a fixed car and, and doesn't feel like that we, we took advantage of them. Newell, good morning. Good morning. Um, Newell, I'm going to ask you a really big favor because right now I'm 14 seconds away from the top of, or the bottom of the hour, so I can't get to you right now. So I'm going to ask you if you would please stay through the break, and you'll be my very first hello, Newell, if you don't mind. So if you'd stay there, I'd appreciate that. 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism 
autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that well, just like we promised, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, we're going straight to Newell because he hung through the break with, break with us. Thank you, Newell, for holding on. What can we do for you? Well, I had a, a power steering leak, and I uh, took it to a guy, that, a mechanic there on 35th and Cactus, and they fixed. They said they fixed it. They put a power, uh, pressure line on it, a new one that. They said they had to replace all the rack and pinion, too. So it cost me about 2400 bucks, and now it's leaking again. Wow. It's, it's, wow. It's leaking. I should have took it to a, one of your guys, but I didn't. So it's okay. It's okay. But, um, I I I I think at this particular point, I would probably take it someplace else and not tell them any of the story because they'll be able to see that there's a bunch of parts underneath there anyway. But the question is, is what's leaking? That's all. Right now, it's what's yeah. leaking. Um, you on your rack and pinion, the only thing that leaks is you have the rack itself yeah. and and you've got seals on either tie rod end to, to to spin the wheels left and right so you got those you got input then on on you got a pump with two hoses and a pressure hose going to the rack and then a, a low pressure line going back to the reservoir so 
this isn't really a big area of concern. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's in your best interest for you to find somebody that you just say to them, um, can, can I kind of stand, I, I promise not to do anything. I won't, I won't take a bunch of your time, but when you, when you get it up in the air and, and you're looking at it, can, can I just stand there and I'll keep my mouth shut and you just kind of point out what you, you, you want to tell me and, yeah. and see if you can get yourself in underneath the car there. But, um, th- this is the worst case scenario because there's, there's, uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I took a sample of the oil. I put a piece of cardboard under there and, and then I took a sample of it. I was going to go have it tested to make sure they didn't, Oh, that's an oil leak or something like that, you know. Well, but, it it's going to be pretty easy because it's either going to be clear. Um, uh, some power steering fluid is clear, and most of it's red. Yeah. And and of course, engine yeah. oil is brown. So, um, it, can you can you tell from where underneath the car it's leaking? Is it on the passenger side, the driver's side? Is it in the center? Can you tell? No, it's on the it's on the passenger side, and okay. back a little bit in there, so it'd be right. It'd be under where the reservoir is for the power steering or in that area or the power steering pump. Yeah. It's on the, I'm looking straight at the engine, you know, standing there. It'd be on the left side there. Okay. All right. Can you, with a flashlight, can you look at the different uh, pieces underneath the hood there? Can you do that? Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is, this is how I do it. If you and I, if you was my neighbor. And okay, and um, I'd say, okay, this is what we're going to do. No, um, I'm going to get inside the car, and I'm going to start it up, and I'm going to turn the steering wheel all the way to the right-hand side, and I'm going to hold it all the way to the right, and I'm just going to gently rev the motor. Yin, yin, okay, yin. And then I want you to look, and I want you to see if you see anything spraying, and I want you to tell me if, if there's a leak and you see something dripping. And then we're going to do the left side. And then, Newell, I'm going to have you open up the hood and look down in the engine compartment. But if I pressure the system up by turning the steering wheel to a locked position all the way to the right or all the way to the left, and then I I hold it there and I just gently rev the motor, I'm putting that that system under maximum amount of pressure. And if there's a leak, I'm going to find it right then and right there. Yeah, you think after they kept a truck a couple of days and and all the money I spent on it, they would have got the got it uh, fixed. But is it is it is it is it leaking in the same places it was before, or have they moved the leak? Oh, about the same uh, place. I got a Nissan Frontier with four wheel drive. It's got that plate under there. So he told me, well, we had to pressure spray that off pretty good under there. So you might have a leak or two for. For a while, you know, because it's running off that uh, skid plate that's under there above the transmission or below the transmission. But uh, Uh, so it's been three weeks since that, and then all of a sudden it started leaking. Okay, I'm I made sure I waited a little bit. Yeah, the next the next thing we need to know is is okay. We now have a leak. It's either another yeah. leak or the same leak, but it doesn't make any difference. We just need to know where this one's at. Now, if let's let's let me just throw a couple things out here. So we got the reservoir that you fill with fluid, and it feeds the pump, yeah. and then the pump feeds pressure to the rack. So 
Yeah. Now, we also have a return system. So the return system is under low pressure, but the pressure system is under high pressure. Well, when you when you turn the steering wheel all the way to one side or the other, called the lock position, and you rev the motor up, you're really taxing that system. It's not uncommon for us to literally see the lick, the the fluid leak. We can l- see it leak or even see it spray. But yeah, I seen some this morning when I started it up, and I sit there for a while, and then it started leaking down there. Okay. You know, so well, you don't want to take it back to them. Oh, I could take it back, but I want, called you to so you could kind of run me through how what I, how I should do it. And, well, I, I'll, really, yeah. I, I'll tell you how I do that. I, I just say to them, you know, I, I just, I just want to be there with you kind of when we're looking at it. So, so I, I, w- I won't bug you and I won't tickle you and I, and I, and I won't uh, ask you a jillion questions, but I just kind of like to perch myself next to your right shoulder and kind of see what you see. Okay. So, so if that's okay with you, I'll bring the truck over and then you guys go ahead and, and you know, put it on the rack and then don't do anything till I come out, and then you guys kind of do it in front of me so that I can learn from this. So could you look yeah. and see what that is? Now, not too long ago, you funny you said Nissan. Not too long ago, we had a a, 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 a Nissan with a, a remote reservoir, and it had a power steering leak in it. And what what had happened is that the reservoir itself was leaking, and it was dripping down the tube that fills the pump. Then down yeah. there, we also had a bad clamp. So we didn't get the leak up high. So the reservoir, the, the fluid level got to where the leak was above it, and it stopped leaking. But if you added fluid to it, then it would throw out that last five or six or seven ounces. And, and ultimately, we found that this, this nipple that comes off of the reservoir was cracked. And so we slid the hose up higher on the nipple and put a clamp up high, and that fixed it. But it didn't fix the crack, so we felt bad about yeah. it. So we just put a new reservoir in for him, and we just said, "Here's the old one. We we didn't see this part. It's one of the two, and uh, blah blah blah." Yeah. So I'm hoping they'll treat you the same way. I I'm gonna go back and try to you know see what they can do. Okay. Hopefully they will. <laughs> They're supposed to be a reputable dealer. One of my neighbors told me to go there, and wow. <laughs> oh, and and if it's a dealer, you might get that. Well, the people aren't interested. Uh, they they aren't um, they aren't allowed in the shop and stuff like that. And and then I would say, yeah, um, I, I'm willing to waive my 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 responsibility or, or waive any liability on your part. All I'm going to do is just stand there, and you're going to point and show me. So this is kind of a show and tell moment for me, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I kind of didn't understand why they had to replace the rack and pinion when I know there's two places to. I read on Google search, and there's some where you can put new seals in, and that'll be fine, you know. You're right. That's where the tie rods slide in and out of the rack. You can. However, if your truck had, if your truck's 10, 12 years old, and it's got 150,000 miles on it, I don't want to put new seals on a rack that's been around the world six times. Because okay, yeah. uh, the success rate is going to be 50% or less. And so yeah, I'm putting brand new parts in a very old rack that has been driven, like I said, around the world six times. 
So yeah, I've been out a lot of hunting with it. So. <laughs> oh, and then see now there you go, you and and all your beer drinking buddies and stuff out there playing in the in the mountains and stuff. That just further, and I'm teasing you, of course. I'm teasing you. Yeah, I did a lot of deer hunting and elk hunting. So okay. So those are there's there's sometimes that you you, you know you there's sometimes you just got to upgrade and go to a new new piece. I can rebuild your alternator and I can rebuild <coughs> excuse me. I can rebuild a lot of your stuff, but there comes a yeah. time where then a, a rebuilt unit or a new unit is the best for the customer. So Newell, thank you very much. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. 602 Okay, Mark, thanks a lot. You bet. 602-508-0960-602-508-0960. I have five lines and all five of them are available. We'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show. America fleeing with its tail between its legs just as Bin Laden said we would? Do you really think this longest divorce is over? Or do you think the battlefield might just look a little different when it comes to geography? Have we had quite enough of fighting them over there? And do you think they've had quite enough of fighting us over here? That's the question we have to wrestle with. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Take The Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi. up? Hi. These are the people who are passionate about your success and will work 24-7 to deliver real customers to you and your business. Why would you trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Get nationwide experience, resources, and results. Learn more about Salem Surround at surroundphoenix.com. That's surroundphoenix.com. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us. But our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism may think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. 
So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover key tar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine. Our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting dhs.gov slash blue campaign. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 48 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you have a car question or if you'd like to uh, start a conversation or if you have a question about um, whether you're right or your wife's right about how to use cruise control, when to use cruise control, when not to use cruise control, these are the things that I can help you with. I don't necessarily know everything there is to know, but I am good at saying I don't know, but I'll find out for you. <laughs> Nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're more than welcome to join us anytime you want. And the idea behind it is is it's just start with what's the problem. Tell me what kind of car you have and what's the problem. So I have a car that's 10 years old. I can't decide whether I want to trade it in and get another one or whether I want to fix it. Okay, so what was wrong with what's wrong with it now? Well, the rack and pinion is leaking. Okay, well, then let's talk about that. So I can help you with that. 602-508-0960. There's a, a shop in, uh, in, on the North I-17. Tom owns Action Auto Repair, and I've known him since 1983. I always really respected him because at the time that I met him in 1983, he was selling what those big box engine analyzers were called they called scopes remember that we put it on the scope well he sold one that was made by bear b-e-a-r and i bought one from uh actually he was selling the competitors and i bought the bear one and we met then and so we've had a, a, a very great relationship since then in, in in this sense that both of us understand back then that he wanted to sell that big box scope analyzer and I was going to buy this one. But at the end of the day, Tom knows he owns his own shop and has since 1983. He's been around a, a, a very long time. He has tremendous diagnostic skills. He has really good customer service. His staff is really good with diagnostic and the discussion that goes along with all of that. So if you're anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley, then, of course, Action Auto Repair would be a good place. I would say you start trying an oil change and just see what goes on from there. Jeremy, who was that gentleman? Lenny, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I listen to your program a lot, and you always say that you like to share the temperature to run around 220. I can't get anywhere near that. My arms manual calls for a 15-pound thermostat. I even, even puts it up to a 16-pound. The hardest temperature I can get is at 192. What's okay. the problem here? And what kind of car? There's another gauge where it's, there's another gauge that shows between, between hot and cold. So it's right in the middle. It's normal between hot and cold. But the electronic readout can't get anything higher than 192. Okay, okay, okay. What kind of car truck is it? 
Buffalo Sabre, V6, 3.8 V6. What year, though? It's 2002. Okay, okay. And um, you, 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 you talked about a 15-pound cap. Is that the spectrum? 15-pound the, thermostat. Right. No, no. Um, the thermostat's not measured in, in, in that. Um, the, the radiator cap is, is probably a 15 or 16-pound cap. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. So the radiator cap, 15. Okay. Okay, and so that's good. We need to use the right radiator cap. But what's the thermostat? Is the thermostat at one ninety five? Where where is the thermostat? Which way? I don't even know where the thermostat is. Um, typically, it's you follow the upper radiator hose from the radiator, and the upper radiator hose will take you to the thermostat housing. Okay, because the 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 gate of warm water coming out of the engine and going into the radiator, the gate is the thermostat. So the thermostat is going to close and not let any water circulate until it gets hot. And then the thermostat will then open and allow a complete circulation of fluid. So, okay. and, and, you know, let's, let's do something simple first. Um, tomorrow morning, uh, go out there and pop the hood and take the radiator cap off. Okay. And then I want you to, do you have somebody that will start it and kind of hold the idle up steady for maybe a minute or two? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to see any movement of water in the radiator except rippling of water, just the vibration of the engine. I don't want to see any movement. Here's what I'm, here's why I'm, what I'm doing, what I'm doing. If the thermostat is stuck open, you're never going to hit operating temperature because the thermostat is stuck open. So no, it's not going sense. to close and get, let everything get hot and then open and, and so forth and so on. So the easy way to determine is just watch the water in the radiator when you start it up first thing in the morning when it's cold, and it should be closed. And all there should be is rippling of the water, but no movement of the water. And so, but, in, but okay, with, with the cap off there and, and looking at looking at the, the water level. And so they start to run it, and it starts to run it, all of a sudden starts bubbling out, out of the, uh, the radiator top. Start, water starts pushing out. Well, it, it shouldn't do that. Not We're doing it for the first thing in the morning when it's cold. Oh, right, not when it's cold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, yeah you, you were, the, the system has sat all night long, and it's stabilized, and it's levelized, and all that other kind of stuff. So you're going to yes. take the cap off. You might lose that. Uh, three or four you might lose an ounce of fluid maybe at, at the most and um, but it doesn't make any difference and you start it up and it and it may come out of it and just kind of spit some out a little bit but then then settle down i just don't want to see any movement i don't want to see flow i don't want to see movement of the water inside the radiator to be honest with you most of us old guys it, it, it wouldn't take us um wouldn't take us three minutes to to determine whether or not that that radiator um whether the thermostat is open or closed it could be gone too some people just take them out and sometimes the shop says well i'll fix your overheat and they just pull the, the, the thermostat how does the heater work on that by the way Fine. good nice and hot yeah okay heater works heater works Okay, well, that's good, because if the heater works and blows good, cold, warm air, then that means there is a thermostat in there. Otherwise, you wouldn't be blowing a good, cold, warm air. So the water would go through the radiator so fast and move around so fast that it would never get warm. But but you, 
I'm sure you need a 195 thermostat, and I'm sure the thermostat and the gasket. Um, uh, where, if, again, where is this thermostat in the system? Where is this located? Uh, it, it's on the intake manifold. It's at the front of the intake manifold. It's right there. It's called a thermostat housing, and the thermostat housing connects to the upper radiator hose, and the other end of the upper radiator hose connects to the radiator. And All so right, that's Mark, thank you very much. All right, good luck. You betcha. I'll, you betcha. Thanks for your time. I appreciate that. You, you're welcome, Lenny. You're welcome. Who is uh, Jeremy? Wayne, good morning. How can I help you? Oh, good morning. I've got a uh, 2013 Hyundai Veloster, and I love the car. I got 129000 on it. Uh, something happened recently that's really turned me off about the car. The. Um, in the passenger side doors, it has three doors, and the passenger side two doors are not able to open. It started out that they would only open from the inside, and you couldn't open them from the outside. And then, so I quit driving it for a while, and then I was going to take it into the shop. Um, I looked it up on the internet, and it just blew up all of these Hyundai door opening problems. And um, it's like $1,500 at the dealers to uh, get that repaired. It's a cable. I guess it stretches out. Have you ever heard anything about it? No, but, I mean, the, the story I hear all the time, not necessarily mm. just about this particular issue, but, yes, mm. they make mistakes when they build cars and put on put in terrible parts all the time. And so <laughs> it's something that, you know, it, it's something that comes up. Um, here's here's what I'm thinking. Each door has its own activator. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one shouldn't so. affect the other. So I, I'm I'm unclear as to how we can have multiple doors because we're not going to have just one activator that's going to open up door number one, door number two, door number three, door number four. That each one of them has their own activator. Now, are either one of these doors sliding doors? No. No, it's a little uh, Hyundai Veloster Turbo, the coupe, like okay. a little sports car. And it's got um, four doors? No, three doors. Three doors, it's so it's got, got the tailgate the, and the two. No, it's it's got the passenger side and the, and the driver's side, the front doors. And then in the back, it's only got the one door, and it's kind of designed in so you can't really see it that well. But okay, it's but a third the, door. The third door, is it at the tailgate part of the car, or is no, it on one no, side? No, it's, it's one side. It's on the passenger side. Okay, okay, okay. And well, then it's got it, a tailgate, too, you know. Okay. Um, I, 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 I have not heard of this. Um, it's, it's not like the Hyundai's uh, a 20% of the cars on the road out there. Uh, I'm quite sure with as much chatter you've already seen on the Internet that Hyundai knows about it, and it's not likely they're going to let this burn the whole uh, the, the whole company down. So if there's a mistake, you're probably going to be in line with a lot of other people getting it fixed, but you need to get in line to let them know that you're part of the problem. So you need to call and make an appointment, go in, tell me what the estimate is to repair this, and go from there. We'll have more information on the other side of the hour. We'll be right back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.